Good morning. Welcome to Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. Really glad to have you tuning in this morning. And I'm Gary Demas, your host, president of Dave Fox Design Build Remodelers right here in Columbus, Ohio. And we've been in business here for 35 years. Pretty hard to to imagine that long. Uh, see, I've been with the company since 1993, so that's that's a long time. But it's been great working here in this great city. And uh, really appreciate uh, all of the listeners this morning tuning into our radio show. This morning is our Project of the Month feature. So we're going to be just talking about a uh, in-law suite that we did in Powell. And this morning I have Romano Klepik with us. Good morning, Romano. Good morning, Gary. And uh, <laughs> you are were you awake, Romano? Uh, a little bit under uh, the weather uh, with a cold. Okay. So. so we just want to make sure bright morning uh, here at 8 o'clock on a Sunday morning that you're oh, yeah. bright-eyed. We're and up and going. Down. Great. So Romano is a, a design consultant at Dave Fox Remodeling. And Romano, you've been with us for how long now? Four years this Four past years. October. Okay. Yep. So, Romano, uh, tell us just a little bit about your role. Well, I'm a design consultant uh, who meets with clients for the very first time after they reach out to us. And uh, I, uh, for example, had this client in Powell uh, whose father of 95 years old uh, was planning on moving back to uh, Columbus mm -hmm. from Col from Cleveland. And... Uh, as a consultant, I wanted to learn much about their fa family dynamic and what the real plan was with um, the client's father moving to Columbus and how we were going to accommodate their needs. Yeah. You know, in our business, Romano, we we really are into the family thing with the clients that we work with, aren't we? Oh, so yeah. much of their remodeling needs and desires center around family issues, whether... Mm -hmm. It's adding children and needing more space or the children are getting older or they're, they're entertaining more and need to use the kitchen or basement or some type of, type of entertaining space in their home. Or in this case where uh, the parents, you know, they need to have the parents move in or one parent, depending on what the case is. <clears throat> so, yeah, we're just really involved in people's lives and in their families and what's happening which, Romano, I think in a way really makes this this uh, job very rewarding because we get a chance to change people's lives, you know, by what we do in their home, don't we? That's right. Um, you know, the thing that I've realized through uh, universal design uh, is, you know, families go through many different life cycles. You know, as children, we live in our parents' home and our parents go through remodeling projects. And then as we move out of that home and get our own apartment, that's kind of the start of another life cycle. And then as we age, we have families, get married, have children, um, and then those needs change. Um, and then as we get older, sometimes it cycles back to going back to our children uh, as parents, and that seems to be the trend that's going on uh, versus going to a senior community style type of living. Yeah. Um, so that's it's an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. So you mentioned how you, we live through this as children, you know, and our parents do remodeling. So did you live through remodeling when you were young? Um, a little bit. Uh, I did. Uh, I do remember uh, being with my my parents uh, when they built their first brand new home mm -hmm. from their first home. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. Uh, I actually helped our Mason 
uh, carry stones on one part of their house, mm-hmm. uh, which amazed me how he would carry. I mean, this guy was built like yeah. a, like a brick house. Yeah, and uh, you know those kind of like wow, this guy's amazing. You know, th- there's people out there that you 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 wonder who does that. Yeah. Um, and even today, people wonder, well, how does that get done? And we bring that on. That's interesting. You know, when my uh, memories of remodeling growing up as a child was me helping my dad. Yeah. Because <laughs> my dad was uh, could do pretty much anything. And any remodeling that we did on the home, he did it himself. And really, maybe that's what gave me an interest in this uh, way mm. back there. Because I remember helping him as a young kid uh, with a lot of stuff. Uh, whether it was in on, on our home or or projects he would do in the shop or whatever. So, yeah, you never know what happens uh, to us as a child that ends up affecting our career later. That's right. But, yeah, remodeling is a part of pretty much everyone's life now, I think. And, uh, and we're talking about the needs and what are the things that really prompt people to think about remodeling. So in this case, Romano, with this project we're talking about today, there's a 95-year-old dad that needs a place to live. He's moving back uh, to be with his family. So there, tell us about how they described their needs to you when you first went out and looked at their home. Mm-hmm. Well, it was it's really important as a design consultant that uh, we meet with everyone that's going to be involved with the pro- project, excuse me, um, head on. Um, I was able to meet uh, the father, and he was he was very um, very sharp. Um, he was able to move around, and really, it's about understanding the specific dynamics that he was going through while I visited with him, uh, understanding what his challenges were, uh, understanding his heights, uh, you know, his overall height, his which, which helped you in designing. In designing, this, right? exactly. Um, so these are all things that we try and absorb early on so that we can start to understand what are my parameters, uh, what are, what kind of materials we're going to be using. You know, uh, with kids and older people that may be bumping into things, uh, a simple design solution as going with stained wood cabinets versus something that's painted, which could get nicked up and damaged fairly easily. I mean, those that's a choice that is directly related to what that dynamic is going to be. Sure. So uh, when you looked at their home, did they have ideas on how to add space or recondition space, or, or how did you guys work together to come right. up with a solution? So as, you know, I was concerned about how he would get out of the car all the way up to the front door and to the the main living spaces that he would work with. And the homeowner had some ideas in terms of um, converting their existing or guest bathroom, which was basically a powder bathroom with a toilet and a sink. Uh, And they wanted to gut that out. And there was a closet, a walk-in closet adjacent to the bedroom of that powder room that we wanted to open up and make one large bathroom. So the project was twofold in terms of function, where the father could use a full bathroom while 
their guests or family members during holidays could also use. So it had two doors, one from the bedroom and one from the main hallway. Sure. That uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I think uh, that brings up a point that obviously 95 year old gentleman, uh, you know, has, nobody knows how many years he has left, but it, you know, it's definitely shorter than somebody that's 20 or 30 or 40 years. That's right. So there is a time element involved uh, and really needs to be considered in these projects because many times, Romano, when clients come to us, number one, you know, they want to make sure that their father or their mother is well cared for in their senior years or in their, their last few years right. and that they're comfortable because, uh, you know, that's obviously important to families and they're willing to invest in that or many times the father or the mother would bring some money to the table too to help make this work. But in any case, you know, they're, working on creating an environment that's going to suit their needs for the, the few remaining years that they have left on this earth. And then after they're gone, then, you know, the design should incorporate the ability for the household and the home to still work well with that space that was added. Right. That's right. That's right. Sure. So that, that goes with a going back to the cycle uh, thought you know, there's a cycle where, like you said, he's going to have a certain amount of time. Yeah. And the homeowners wanted it to be adaptable to other people using it. Sure. Okay, so Romano, we're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, let's follow up on that thought. And then we're going to talk more about this uh, in-law suite that we had built. Sounds good. Morning. Welcome back to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas. I'm here this morning with Romano Klepik. Romano, great to have you with us. Yes, I'm more awake now. Okay, good. Well, if you're just <laughs> tuning in, we're, we're talking about a mother-in-law suite, uh, which is actually for a father-in-law in this situation. That's right. But that's kind of the classical term is uh, the in-law suite where the parents are moving into the home. And sometimes, Romano, in these scenarios, we're actually physically adding space. Maybe we're adding a bedroom and a bathroom off of a family room or, or however the house le- uh, seems to lend itself. Uh, in this situation, we're kind of working in existing parameters and rearranging some walls. And, uh, you know, Romano, in these situations, every home is different, isn't it? And everybody uses their home a little different. And you'd mentioned how you interviewed with the family and the father that's moving in, you know, to kind of hear about their needs and what their goals were. And you mentioned using some closet space to expand a bathroom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so many times we as remodelers, I think we try to take advantage of all the features of the home that are there now so that whatever we're doing is as efficient of a layout as it can be. Because we don't want to just go busting out walls or adding space in a home if it's not really necessary. But with every floor plan being different and every need being different, really, it kind of comes down to some choices that we make through the design process of uh, whether or not we take that closet that you mentioned and enlarge a bath into it. Or maybe there's two bedrooms that can be combined. There's just all types of scenarios that we could run into, right? That's right. Yeah. Well, the the house was originally designed in the 80s. and. That specific room with the walk-in closet was really designed as a master suite where the homeowners would stay, uh, but it wasn't used that way. So uh, by taking out this walk-in closet, we still needed to provide her father a closet for his own stuff. Um, Obviously, it was a bit smaller than the walk-in closet. It had doors to it. 
Um, we worked with the arrangement of the bedroom. Is he going to watch TV in his bedroom or is he going to be out at the TV room that the rest of the family? So those are questions we would ask. Um, and then in terms of the bathroom, you know, there are limitations. We do our best to maximize something that's more accessible given the parameters that we have. Um, and when you say more accessible, explain that to our radio audience. Well, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're disabled. It's it's trying to have the user be as best accessible to the sink, the shower area, the toilet area, to make it as easy for that user to use. Sure. So whether they have some physical limitations, a lot of physical limitations, or no physical limitations, it would work equally well, right? Correct. Yeah. At you know, at the time he wasn't in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. but we tried to maximize the space in case he were to get into the wheelchair. We uh, the interior designer Michelle uh, incorporated a face panel on the vanity cabinet. So that if he were to get in a wheelchair, that panel was able to be taken off. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he could uh, basically roll right underneath the sink. And then God help a soul that he was to pass, uh, that panel could easily be adapted back to the cabinet so it functions as a normal vanity cabinet. Sure. So did you find any particular challenges in this layout as you were working with this existing home? You, you know, you met with the clients, you found out what their needs were, you know, you have to design this space, you're taking some room from the, the closet to, to create this space. But what any specific challenges that you ran into here? Well, we had to move the toilet uh, in a totally opposite end of that uh, walk-in closet space. And the basement was finished, so there was some tear-out that we had to do and, and repair of the drywall in the basement uh, in order to move a lot of the mechanicals. Uh, yeah, and the toilet being the most difficult plumbing fixture to relocate. <laughs> That's right. Because you've got that large waste pipe, uh, and trying to route that through existing joists can be a real challenge. That's right. Uh, Sometimes we're lucky and it's, we don't have to cut too much, but if we had to go through multiple joists and we've got to do a lot of reinforcing to those joists because we're cutting a big hole in them for that That's plumbing right. to run through. So, yeah, you're right. That can be a challenge uh, uh, to make sure that you can relocate that toilet and that we can structurally handle that three-inch waste running through floor joists and how far does it have to go, how much drop does it need. A lot of those things have to be taken into consideration, don't they? That's right. That's right. Um the other challenge uh, when I first met with them was I noticed that their foundation was settling underneath the bedroom that he was going to use. Uh, so we have some great uh, references like the basement doctor who I recommended mm-hmm. them to call and have come out mm-hmm. and, and uh, get that repaired because we certainly want to don't want to create a great space and then have issues that may affect it down the road. So. Sure, and I think really that's a large part of our responsibility, Romano, is to be able to spot anything, any potential hazards that may come down the road, because uh, you're right, we don't want to build this beautiful uh, space for the elderly, elderly gentleman and then have them run into problems later that's right. that weren't addressed when we, were, when we had the opportunity. Great. Many other uh, thoughts you had on the challenges on this? 
Um, well, it was, uh, you know, we were kind of struggling with the idea of uh, trying to size the correct door width. Sure. Um, and while- when we're talking about that, why don't you just inform, you know, you've got, you've been through universal design training. Yep. Let's talk a little bit about door widths and what are, what really does make sense there. Well, ideally, we want to make it as large as possible, but, you know, typically a minimum door width, we want to be around 28 inches. Um, we were trying to get to 30 inches uh, so that we could maximize both the shower width and the door and the vanity. It all kind of aligned. Um, so it's it's a matter of... How much do we want to make the shower as big as we can, but yet at the same time allow enough accessibility, you know, with a wheelchair to go through a door? Yeah, and many times we're going to want to be getting maybe 32, 34 inches there uh, for that type of a scenario. Um, But it all depends on what space we have available and uh, what really are the needs. Right. Because that can dictate major changes if there really is no way to put a 34 inch doorway in there but yet we know that we need it then right we, we did be... a 34 inch uh doorway from the bedroom mm-hmm. uh the client was hoping to get a 34 inch from the foyer hallway side mm-hmm. that the guests would be using mm-hmm. but there's a there's a line that we have to sometimes draw and mm-hmm. and you know we go through all of this with the client to make sure they're okay with it um but for the most part you have at least one completely accessible yeah. access into the bathroom. Great. So bathrooms are a big topic when it comes to universal design because there's a lot of special needs uh, features that are available and uh, <clears throat> uh, features that address some physical limitations or just elderly people that need something to, to hold on to, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess that would include me too because I love having something to hold on to anywhere in the shower or wherever That's right. for more stability. <clears throat> so... Uh, the bath layouts, you know, in universal design are a little uh, more challenging, I think, than the standard bath where we're really not thinking about any of those things. And you'd already mentioned, Romano, about the panels in front of the lavatory sink that could mm-hmm. be removed or added back because um, obviously if, if someone is in a wheelchair, they need to be able to roll their knees underneath there so that they can reach the sink and faucet, uh, take care of those features or any, anything that they need to do to uh, take care of themselves. So in this bathroom, I'm sure you guys went through a lot of those scenarios and talked about some of the uh, different fixtures that you were going to use mm-hmm. uh, because there's a lot of stuff on the market, isn't there, to handle yeah. these needs. Yeah. W- one of the uh, uh, other fixtures is the toilet. Uh, the client wanted a toilet with a bidet. Yeah. Okay, so we're up against another break here, Romano. Uh, okay. That's a good discussion, which we will have coming up in just a minute. Good morning. Welcome back to the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas. We're here with you this morning with Romano Klepik. Romano, good to have you here. Thank you. And if you're just tuning in, we're talking about uh, actually the last segment. We just were getting into a universal design bathroom. We we're talking about how there's a lot of uh, products on the market now that are especially tailored to universal design or just really more practical access for people of all ages which would also accommodate people with maybe an injury or uh, maybe they're, they have some other physical limitations or maybe they're just getting more elderly and need extra support. So a lot of that is just really a lot of smart planning, right, Ronald? That's I mean, right. It's just 
putting good sense into design and into fixtures and things that we use to make life easier and safer. So, um, like I say, if you're just tuning in, we really appreciate you tuning in this morning. Uh, I just want to let our radio audience know that if you ever want to hear any of our programs, you can always go to DaveFoxRadio.com. And you can listen to any of our previous recordings, and they're all titled there by subject matter. So it's a good resource. Uh, maybe you're thinking about doing some work on your foundation or uh, roofing or cabinets. We just have all kinds of different uh, shows there with a lot of professional people that really know what they're talking about. So that's just a resource that's available to you through DayFoxRadio.com. So Romano, uh, <clears throat> this morning we're talking about this in-law uh, project where the 95-year-old father is moving in and you're creating uh, some changes in their home to accommodate him being there and being comfortable and being able to integrate with the family. So <clears throat> we talked about the bathroom space, how you enlarged it. You took some walk-in closet area and reconfigured it and you made now access to two different parts of the home. Uh, for this bathroom to just make it more accessible for not only the father, but anyone else that may need to use it, right? That's right. Yeah. And then uh, we got to talking about the special toilet, which there's a broad line of um, products available there and really a lot of interesting things to consider. So, Ramon, I'm going to let you start that discussion. Yeah, well, uh, the Japanese are really in tuned with their culture Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to a toilet and they have really developed a toilet with a bidet, which requires power to basically wash those, those mm -hmm. wonderful parts that we yeah. all have. Yeah. Um, and, uh, there's obviously many other manufacturers that have jumped on board and, and made their own improvements to that, that fixture. Uh, and in this case, for this project, you know, the, the client definitely wanted to have a bidet um, that was part of the toilet. It's wall-mounted. It does require power. So it, uh, there's a plug-in uh, to the wall right behind the toilet right. to, for it to operate. Which typically needs to be added because normally you don't find an outlet there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and the, the the nice thing about the overall plan, and let's say, you know, we're using this word accessibility, but we have to take into consideration not just the main user, which is her father, mm -hmm. but as he gets older, we need to think about, you know, the the child helping their parent while they're using a lot of these fixtures. So we're designing not a space just for one person, but sometimes for two people to accomplish that task, mm -hmm. whether it's helping them to go to the bathroom or to help them take a shower. Um, you have to take a lot of that into consideration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this uh, special toilet uh, seat that we used on this project, I know you can purchase them uh, and really mount them on most any toilet as a separate add-on unit. Yes. And our good friends at Car Supply right here in Columbus, you know, are a great provider oh, yeah. of the Toto toilets mm -hmm. and, and accessories, and they actually helped me to get one for my home. So <clears throat> I have one of these and really enjoy using it a lot. It's sometimes awkward to talk about a bidet <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, but 
they're wonderful you know (laughs) it's just real life and makes perfect sense uh so my wife and i really enjoy that that thing and just for our homeowners can know that that could be added on pretty much to any toilet and Mm -hmm. you could really just run down there to car supply and look at what they have and uh, just give them a little plug here because they've been good to us and a good supplier for us. That's right. So um, this toilet then, it's got like a heated seat, which is a comfort. There's many bells and whistles. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the bidet. Um, it's got, you can set the timing on it so it the seat's warm at 6 a.m. if that's when you're that's in, right. in there and just all kinds of crazy stuff. But um, I'm sure they'll find that very handy. So in terms of other plumbing fixtures, Romano, what uh, did you uh, come up with? Well, the homeowner definitely wanted to have a bench. Um, And, you know, most people are familiar with a built-in bench that we would uh, frame up and and tile it and put a countertop on the bench. Uh, Where this one, we were able to find a product, which is basically a fold-up teak bench. Mm-hmm. That we mounted to the studs and uh, to to make it secure to the wall, uh, which allowed to keep the space open. If they weren't using the bench, or if he had to use a bench, it's on an asney basis. And another big uh, design element is not having a door uh, to the shower. It's barrier free. Uh, it's level with the rest of the floor. Uh, yet. Mm-hmm. It needs to still drain uh, when the shower is on. Yeah, and that's a great topic, Romano, because a lot of people will hear that and think, well, how on earth uh, do I keep water from splashing all over my bathroom? So talk a little bit about the design considerations when you do want a shower with no door on it. Well, the main wall, uh, the side wall that the shower uh, has is all tiled. The on that wall is basically a handheld shower that's on a bar, so you can adjust the height depending on the height of the person or how they're going to use it. So you could literally sit on this bench and shower yourself and wash yourself on this bench with this handheld shower. And then, you know, normally we would also have a rainhead shower along with that if they just wanted to take a normal shower. Um, but as people age and they tend to use the bench the handheld is a wonderful uh fixture to use yeah how much room did you actually have for this bathroom uh the the shower itself was three by five but the five opened up to the rest of the bathroom uh to the toilet corner um so it was a you know technically a an all wet location type of uh, surfaces with okay. the floor and the wall. Now, that's an interesting point there because if, when you think about uh, taking a shower, there's no door on the shower. A three by five is not a, a huge amount of space that's right. for a shower with no door. So if water's splashing out of there, you mentioned the whole area is a wet space. Let's describe what that really yeah, is. Yeah, so the, the, the main shower, the three by five area, was a mosaic tile finish. Uh, so that we could still drain and slope the floor to the the center drain. And then outside of that area was a normal, uh, I think Michelle uh, specced a 12 by 24 tile um, that is throughout the rest of the bathroom. So that tile goes past the toilet. Uh, Water could get all the way over the toilet, splash out there, uh, and the adjacent wall was also tiled. So... Uh, it, it was really a protected 
bathroom as a whole, mm-hmm. not just the shower area. Yeah. And I imagine they'd throw a little uh, rug down there uh, when you go in and out of the shower, you know, just to dry your feet off or whatever when you're. Well, we had a a towel bar right next to the bench okay. where the towel was. So you could literally sit there and dry yourself off and not necessarily have to have a step-off rug. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So, again, we're talking about this in-law uh, alteration on a home to create space, a uh, comfortable space for a 95-year-old father to come and live with the family in his remaining years, be comfortable. And while we're at it, we're just really improving the overall function of the home as well. So we're going to take a quick break. And right after that, we'll talk a little bit about more about the materials. And then we'll get into some of the final comments about this project. Morning. Welcome back to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. And this is our final segment segment this morning, talking about an in-law uh, alteration, uh, creating space for a 95-year-old father to come and move in with the family. And we have with us this morning Romano Klepek. Romano, good to have you here. Thank you. So um, if you're just tuning in, we've talked about Romano going out, meeting with the clients, talking about their needs, uh, coming, going through the design process, pick, uh, picking out materials and products that we're using in here, the universal design features that we built into this bathroom. So Romano, we were talking about the shower and how there's no door on the shower right before our last break. And now uh, just tell us a little bit about some of the other features in the bath, maybe the cabinets, the countertops they decided, uh, anything else you may th- you think may be interesting. Right. The The other design element uh, in the shower, uh, before we go on these other elements, uh, we did have a glass wall that separated the shower from the main travel path mm-hmm. as you enter into the bathroom. And, you know, there's a lot of options for glass. And this, in this case, the client chose a rain type of glass, which added a nice design element to the space. Um, and then obviously with the tile, uh, we went with a pretty uh, slip resistant uh, type of uh, material. Uh, the countertops were quartz, which is a very maintenance free uh, material. Um, if you were to spill anything, it, it, it's definitely not going to stain. Um, and then, you know, the faucets, getting away from the hot and the cold separate levers, um, going with just one lever makes it a lot easier. And it doesn't matter whether you're left or right-handed. Mm-hmm. Um, and in their house also, they had knobs on their doors and going to a lever handle on the door uh, makes it a lot easier for anybody to use. Sure. Yeah. Or especially if you have arthritis in your fingers. That's whatever, right. You just can't grip. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. And then lighting too is really important. I know as I get older, the more light, the better. And I look at these young kids that can pretty much see anything, no matter how light the room is. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I have the grandchildren that live with me and my gosh, they can walk around the house. It's practically dark and man, I need some lights on to see what I'm doing. That's right. Uh, so in a bathroom, you know, lighting is really important, especially as we age. Having good light in the shower area and above the uh, vanity mirror is very important. So now we've done all this work for this client, and they've moved in and are using it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what have you observed, Romano, about uh, this project and how it's affected the family and their lifestyle? Well, I think the 
biggest value that the client and her father uh, received is number one, the daughter loves seeing her father um, have his own space. You know, it's it's all about preserving one's dignity when you when you come of age, um, and then as a child, in this case, the daughter she's she's just happy to see him happy and that's all we care about you know even with any client uh at Dave Fox you know that's the ultimate goal is to really improve their environment and make their uh, lifestyle a lot better given their cycle that they're in sure and that's i think what adds really so much joy and the rewarding fulfillment that we get with these projects priceless we don't <laughs> all want to be here just for a paycheck, do we? I mean, this is our heart and soul in this, and we just love to be able to affect people's lives mm-hmm. and uh, consider that a real privilege, uh, you know, the part that we play in a lot of these homes in the Columbus area. Mm-hmm. So it's great to hear that. Uh, when you We didn't talk much about budget or what the people's expectations were there. I mean, that's an important uh, subject for any kind of remodeling project. And... Oftentimes, Romano, when we go and first chat with people, they'll usually have an idea in their mind, you know, about how much they think a project may cost. But a lot of people really, uh, understandably so, don't, and there's so many very different types of remodeling projects that can be done. And budget's an important discussion with everyone. And a lot of people just really can't put their finger on or don't have a real comfort range. It's not like you're going out and, you know, a particular car model that you want to buy and you can scour the internet and see mm-hmm. prices for that all over the place and get a real comfort level of what, you know, you think you should pay for that. Mm-hmm. Remodeling is different because there are so many variables. Uh, you could have the exact same specs, it, it seems, and end up with two completely different results, you know, maybe in the experience or the quality of the workmanship or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that can be a real challenge for People. So how did you get through the budget uh, issues with these clients? And did you kind of get a sense for their comfort range, where they wanted to be, or and were we on target with that? Or just, just talk a little bit about that. Well, the client also had a couple of other areas of their house that they wanted to utilize their services in. Um, you know, you, you mentioned lighting. In their own master bathroom, they always complain about not having enough light. Um, so. Before I get to the budget step, I really want to understand the entire scope of work that we're looking at. Um, And in in that case, you know, they wanted to bring more light. So we actually, instead of just doing uh, more can lights, we actually did one of those sun domes uh, that had a little night light on it uh, so they didn't have to, like, turn it on their main lights if they had to go to the bathroom at night. And then we had to replace some of their windows throughout the house. We looked at possibly doing some flooring. And I said, guys, this is a lot. You've, you've got a lot of projects here going on. So at that point, you kind of wonder, okay, what is what, what are clients wanting to spend for something like this? Um, and sometimes they'll say, well, we have X amount of dollars in this case. Well, we have, we want to do a lot of this stuff within a hundred thousand. Um, and you know, most, most master bathrooms or in-law suites that we do have a pretty big range. It depends on what materials and the details and what we're moving. 
Um, so it could be a big range. And in mm-hmm. this case, we were probably in the sixty to $70,000 because there was a lot of plumbing to move, rearranging. Uh, we added a window into the, ma- the new in-law bathroom uh, for more light. Um, so that's, that's how we get started. Sure. Yeah. Um, so now that this bathroom is done and we talked about the universal design features added to it, does it look like an institutional bathroom or does it look like a comfortable home bathroom? Tell it, just tell a radio audience a little bit about the feel that you get when you walk into that space. Right. That, that was both the client and my goal to achieve, um, knowing that this bathroom isn't going to be just used by her father. Um, it's going to be used by the family. Uh, they have children that are grown with other grandchildren that are going to be visiting. Um, so it was a very, the style of the house is a ranch in a, in a very wooded setting. And it really, the, the new materials really complemented their, the rest of their house. Great. So it felt very part of the house. Fantastic. Well, Romano, thank you so much for sharing about this project this morning. Appreciate having you on the show here at early January in 2018. Can you believe we're uh, in 2018 already? Oh, yeah. Wow. It's going to be so, cold. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you to all the radio audience. We really appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, we'd love to hear your comments and feedback as well. And if you ever want to get hold of us, you can just email us at info at davefox.com. Or, of course, you can call us on the phone, 614-459-7211. And, uh, again, we'd just love to hear your comments. Sometimes people have questions about previous shows or something they heard. Uh, We always love to answer those. If we're talking with a professional, we'll get with them and get the answer for you. Um, And I just want to uh, wish everybody a real happy new year as we're getting into this new year in 2018. And I'm just excited about what this year will bring. our personally, our our growth uh, has been really kind of record breaking, Romano, over the last few years, and just really looking for great things to come in 2018. So again, thank you for tuning in. We'll be right back here next Sunday morning at eight.